I'm Sharon Batters, and this is the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. And I'm so glad you are joining us for our journey to Christmas with the midwives of the Messiah. This week, we are meeting Tamar. She is joining us on our journey to Christmas. And I know that you are going to welcome her into your life as she brings treasures from her own journey. And so today's devotional is called Don't Forget Me. And today's treasure is from Isaiah 49, verses 14 through 16. But Zion said, The Lord has forgotten me. The Lord has forsaken me. Can a woman forget her nursing child, that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb? Even these may forget, yet I will not forget you. Behold, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. The pastor asked the elderly, childless widow, What can I do for you? Her simple response, Don't forget me. I heard the same cry in my 84-year-old mother-in-law's words as we settled her into a rehab center. She was recovering from surgery for a broken leg and was unable to care for herself. I asked her to describe her concerns about her new surroundings and she responded, I'm afraid you're going to leave me here and forget about me. We shared tears as I tried to convince her we would never, ever do that. Her altered mental state diminished her ability to grasp the reasons for her temporary home. The only reassurance she could cling to was that I had never lied to her before. In her weakened condition, she had to choose to trust my assurances that we would never neglect or forget her. Perhaps that is one of the greatest fears of everyone. We want to know that at least one person in this world remembers us, cares for us, protects us, sees us, will not forget us. When Tamar joins us on our journey to Christmas, we learn that Tamar's choices as a woman were few. Become the wife of the man of her father's choice or serve as a temple prostitute for Canaanite gods. Her Canaanite father gave her to Judah for a price as a wife for Judah's son, Ur. Tamar's responsibility in this marriage was to bear sons. It doesn't take much to imagine the life Tamar experienced as Ur's wife. Tamar was abused physically, emotionally, spiritually, and sexually. And God killed Ur because he was so evil. Some scholars believe that Ur's sin was sexual in nature and polluted the line of Judah, ultimately the line of Jesus. The Lord caused this man to die, and Tamar was now a young, childless widow. By law, her father-in-law gave her to his next son, Onan, commanding him to impregnate Tamar so that his brother Ur would have children. This was in keeping with a Levite law in place to protect young widows, but mainly so that a man's name would not be blotted out in Israel, as we read in Deuteronomy 25, verses 5-6. through Men wanted to be remembered after their deaths, and Onan's responsibility was not only to marry his deceased brother's wife, but to provide an heir for his brother that would carry on Ur's name. Onan was now the oldest son in a tribe that was supposed to be fruitful and multiply in fulfillment of God's promises to Abraham. As the heir of Judah, he was destined to one day become the tribe's spiritual and moral leader. However, we read in Genesis 38, verses 8-9, through 9, Onam knew that the offspring of Ur would not be his, 
So whenever he lay with his brother's wife, he spilled his semen on the ground to keep from producing offspring for his brother. In essence, Onan treats Tamar like a prostitute. According to Genesis 38.10, God detested Onan's behavior so much, he also put him to death. More was at stake in Onan's obedience than just carrying on his brother's name. Judah's tribe was a key in providing the legal connection of the Messiah to the line of David. Judah concludes Tamar is the reason for his son's deaths and sends her back to her father's house promising when his remaining son Shelah is older, he will send for her. Years go by and Judah does not send for his widowed daughter-in-law. It's not hard to imagine the impact of these two evil men and Judah's hard behavior on Tamar, a young woman totally dependent on the goodwill of wicked men. Or was she? As we will see, Tamar's response to the horrific treatment of her father-in-law and his two sons creates more questions than we can answer in a devotional. Yet, Tamar refused to be forgotten by the man responsible for her well-being. The first time I heard this story was several years after the death of her son Mark. Tamar's behavior raised moral questions I could not answer. But God's character displayed in her story created an aha moment in my desperate need to reconcile God's love with His sovereignty. In spite of Tamar's great deception, God used her pain and her trap to keep His promise that the Messiah must come through the line of Judah. If not for her insistence that Judah, her father-in-law, remember her, the line of Jesus could have died off. God specializes in bringing beauty from ashes. Don't forget me. This was my cry after the deaths of our son Mark and his friend Kelly. Please, Lord, show me how to navigate this dark land of grief. Don't forget your daughter and your promise to walk with me in the darkness. Watching God remember Tamar when her circumstances appeared hopeless encouraged me to trust Him with the details of my life. Are you like Tamar, forgotten, sheltered by broken promises, abused and thrown away by the very people who should have been your protectors? In today's treasure, God's people cried out, The Lord has forgotten me. The Lord has forgotten me. And yet God responded, Yet I will not forget you. Behold, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. As we journey to Christmas with the midwives of the Messiah, hold close this gift that cannot be broken. God promises he will not forsake or forget you. Though others abandon and break you, God, who cannot lie, promises he sees and remembers you. And, oh, Father, thank you that you are our covenant-keeping God. You cannot lie. You are keeping your promise that you will never forget your children. Tamar reminds me I am engraved on the palm of your hand. You see me, and you are all I need. Friends, I'm Sharon, and like you, I'm getting ready for the holidays. And like some of you, I have deep wounds in my soul because of the death of our son Mark and his friend Kelly. Even though it was many years ago, the holidays definitely amplify the grief. And grief has a way of just popping in, doesn't it? Uh, If you have experienced deep grief, you know that It kind of hides around the corner and then just jumps out and just messes with your heart in in unexpected ways. 
Well, sometimes we need help in dealing with those emotions, not just grief, but anger, disappointment, broken relationships. Holidays have a way of showing us how broken our families are, don't they? So I want to encourage you, if you feel as though you've gone as far as you can by yourself and your friends have helped you as much as they can, but you still need extra help, check out Anchored Hope Biblical Online Counseling. We are so excited by the way God is drawing so many people to this amazing platform and service. Go to helpandhopenow.org, click the Anchored Hope link, and it'll take you to the Anchored Hope website where you can find a counselor, make an appointment, and then meet with your counselor from the comfort of your own home. Again, that's helpandhopenow.org and click the Anchored Hope link. Thanks so much for joining us, and I look forward to being with you tomorrow.